Hello, you're listening to The Ark, a five-minute podcast dedicated to chronicling life in the natural world. On this week's podcast, we're heading into the baking hot Australian outback to learn more about the elusive and unusual echidna. In 1792, the legendary Captain Bly, aboard the British ship Bounty, was anchored off the Tasmanian coast, where he and his crew had been for two weeks. He wrote in his captain's log, An animal shot at Adventure Bay. It had a beak like a duck, a thick brown coat of hair, through which the points of numerous quills of an inch long projected, these very sharp. It was fourteen inches long, and walked about on two legs, has very small eyes and five claws on each foot. Its mouth has a small opening at the end of the bill, and had a very small tongue. This is the first written account of an echidna. What Bly's shipmate, George Tobin, shot and roasted was, little to his knowledge, the oldest surviving mammal on the planet. Echidnas are often referred to as living fossils, because they are primitive and have a long and ancient lineage. Echidnas belong to the family monotreme, which also includes the perplexing platypus. Monotreme comes from the Greek words monos, meaning single, and trimmer, meaning whole, and that is exactly what they have, a very primitive single hole, referred to as a cloaca, which they use for both excretion and reproduction. All amphibians, birds, and reptiles have a cloaca. The echidna is a kindred reptile. The name echidna comes from a woman in Greek mythology that was half reptile, half human. They share many traits with reptiles. Among all mammals, monotremes are the only ones to lay eggs. Breeding among echidnas begins in June. Males will form a queue of about ten, with the oldest echidna at the front and the youngest at the back. They are hoping to come across a female. This strange form of courtship is referred to as a train. A love train, one might call it. Two weeks after breeding, if successful, a single egg will appear in a rear-facing pouch that has developed on females, where ten days later, it will hatch. Younger kidnas are named Puggles. Monotremes feed their young from secreting milk out of a gland, which soaks into their fur for the young to lick. Monotremes, unlike any other mammal species, lack nipples. Echidnas are very caring mothers. Young puggles stay in the dens that their mothers dig using their powerful front claws for up to a year, before finally taking their brave first steps into the solitary life of a mature echidna. The Australian bush, or the dense forests of New Guinea, where the long-beaked echidna is endemic, can be a daunting place for a young echidna. Luckily, they are protected, similar to the hedgehog, by a thick coat of pointy spines. If the echidna feels threatened or is preyed upon, which they often are by wild cats, dogs, the invasive European fox, or the aggressive guana, 
They will curl into a ball to make an almost impenetrable defence. Unlike the platypus, the echidna is not poisonous. Captain Bly noted the echidna's long snout and tongue, which it uses to lick up and eat ants, and some other insects, in a similar eating method to the anteater. Echidnas are often referred to as spiny anteaters. In their early scientific identification, they were placed within the same genus as the anteaters of South America. Eating from an ant's nest is no easy task, as they are very defensive, overwhelming their predators with hundreds of powerful bites, none of which seem to bother the echidna, who happily digs at and feeds on the ants for ten minutes at a time, enjoying the immense amounts of protein hundreds of ants have to offer. Similar to the Australian marsupials, echidnas are endothermic, meaning they can generate internal heat, which enables them to keep their bodies at a constant temperature that is unaffected by environmental changes. This ability enables the echidna to exist across huge varieties of terrain, from the Sir David's Longbeak Echidna, named after the inspirational Sir David Attenborough, which lives in the highland forests of Papua New Guinea, to the short-beaked echidna that lives in the snow-clad Australian Alps and the baking-hot deep deserts of the outback. This diversification across landscapes has enabled the timid echidna, the living fossil, to survive throughout the ages and become one of Australia's most enigmatic and iconic animals. Thanks for listening. The Ark is created by me, Aaron Allen, and if you enjoyed the show and would like to listen to more episodes, you can find them on iTunes, SoundCloud and Stitcher by searching The Ark. In next week's show, we'll be heading to the rainforests of Colombia to learn more about the deadly, poisonous golden frog. So tune in next week for another episode of The Ark.